as important as it is for my kid to be learning STEM stuff or learning to read or whatever. Like what? Wait, I, what is STEM? STEM is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. I'm so glad you said that because we had athletes back to school night last night and they said something about STEM. And I just went, uh huh, yeah, no STEM, got it. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes yeah. they'll throw steam in there, yeah. and that is when you include art. Oh, what? Kevin, you know so much. Know. And you. then it gets steamy. They have Bikram yoga. <laughs> Should we keep going? Should we keep yeah. adding to Tyler, that? you're not a dad yet, but you're sure making jokes like a dad. That's pretty good. <laughs> you're not allowed to high-five across the table. <laughs> my Hey dads and non-dads, welcome to the Hey Dad Podcast. This is a podcast where three brothers, hey, and one guy who wishes he was our brother, hey, talk about dad stuff, and sometimes non-dad stuff. We felt like the portrayal of dads in pop culture didn't really represent us or our friends very well, so we decided to start a podcast to talk about what dad life is actually like for us. On this first episode, we talk about why we're starting the podcast. We talk about a little bit of the larger vision for Hey Dad as a whole. And we're going to take a deep dive into the darkness that is the BuzzFeed parenting section. Let's get started here. Why don't we start by just getting to know everybody and why we should be the ones that talk about dad stuff. So I'm Andy. I'm the oldest of the three brothers. I am a Technically, I'm still I'm still going with new dad status, even though David, my my firstborn guy, he's nine months old. I still feel like a new dad. Mm-hmm. He's the best. I love him. He's new great. Mm-hmm. He's still new compared to like most things in this world. Yeah. <laughs> most of the things on this planet are not mm-hmm. nine months old. Yeah, like they're much older. Yeah, so. like uh, relatively new. Metamorphic rocks. Oh, here we go. Andy's a science. What was guy. the over under on how like was it less than two minutes before Andy mentioned the word metamorphic? <laughs> <laughs> The other great thing about Andy is out of the four of us, Andy's the sweetest one who's just nice, and the rest of us are non-sweet and not nice. That's not true. You're you're great. Case in point. You're great. No, we're going to bring the snark, and Andy's just going to bring us back to the the parts of us that actually really do love and care about our kids. That's Andy reminding us who we really are. Think of Andy as a human embodiment of the more you know star shooting across the Well, I am Kevin. Uh, I am the middle kid, uh, Andy's younger brother, and I'm the guy with the most kids and also the Matson brother who started being a dad first. I have a five-year-old and a four-year-old and a one-year-old. Good for you. So, I mean, you could say that I'm three times the dad Andy is. My name is Tyler. I'm the youngest of the three Madsen brothers. My wife, Kelly, and I are three years into marriage. No kids yet. uh, Living in San Francisco. And uh, out of the four of us in this room, I'm I'm the only one with no kids, which should make this conversation pretty fun. Uh, So basically, the only reason you're here is nepotism. It's yeah. like, hey, two brothers are starting a podcast. We've got and one more brother. Tyler's here. Yeah, there, there's a couple things. There's that. There's my fear of missing out. And there's the fact that I'm the only one who knows how to run GarageBand. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Other than that, though. Other than that, though. <laughs> what are you bringing? Uh, I, I'm going to go make the pizza run later, I think. Oh, that sounds great. So, uh, Kel and I are at a place where we know we we would love to have kids at some point. Where it's, But it's one of those things where for the last three years, we keep finding ourselves every year being like, yeah, 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 maybe in like three or four years. Yeah. And it's just, it's just like every year comes and goes. I'm like, yeah, what about like, what about in like three or four years? <laughs> yeah. Okay, and, I had a new thought, new thought. 
what if it was three or four years? So what four you're saying is you come close to having kids and you keep reminding yourself you have a vacation in Mexico to take. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, that, I mean that's kind of exactly that's it. Awesome. Where it's it's one of those things where like sometimes we feel bad about it, but it's it's like when we're honest with ourselves, we just really love our lives a lot right now. But we also are we're living in that tension of that mm-hmm. and wanting big picture to have kids mm-hmm. and trying to figure out like when we look around at our family and friends and see them have kids, like from our perspective, like that looks really hard. Yeah. (laughs) And like, wow, I couldn't, we couldn't do all the things that we're currently doing with that. Like we know that comes with sacrifices and you know, what we hear from our friends and family just time and time again, it's, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And, uh, we're kind of living in that tension of going like, okay, we know we want that, but we also are loving the now. So that's where we are. Maybe some people listening can relate to that feeling. Yeah, for sure. My name is Derek. I'm the one who's not a Madsen. Um, I'm also the only one who drives a sweet motorcycle. motorcycle. Um, No, he fully fully does not. Um, I have have two girls. Uh, One is four and one is 15 months. And I'm uh, temporarily, I'm a stay at home dad. So I think that gives me a very unique perspective because I know my way around Target and the supermarket very well. And I've watched all the kids shows on Netflix. So uh, that's my life right now. I'm the, the stay-at-home dad who's just making it happen. And uh, yeah, that's and I'm also really proud to get to be in this room with these guys for sure. Boo. Bring it home, Derek. Bring awesome. it in. That was really nice. Thanks, man. Thanks for saying that. Oh, Andy. <laughs> get oh, out of here. So we spent a lot of time over the last you know, months and even years trying to unpack why we feel like so much of the life that we are currently living this dad phase of life that we're in doesn't seem to match up with the dads that we see in the media in movies tv commercials even Mm -hmm. Um, fake news fake news (laughs) it just doesn't feel like the life we're living is portrayed there And, and as we mentioned earlier that's part of why we're starting this podcast and given that this is the first episode I think it'd be good to just spend a few minutes sort of unpacking the journey that we went on together to get to a point where we were like, we should start a podcast and talk about this. Yeah, I, th- I think we realized that uh, for being to be a dad, the bar used to be so low. I mean, in the past, uh, you know, just 50s, 60s, back in the day, whenever, um, you could provide for your family, you know, you could be around a little bit, and even if maybe you could coach your kid's soccer team, that was all you kind of had to do as a dad. And it's if like you, show if you up did and the, don't be abusive. Yeah, have a pulse. If you did those things, you can officially say you were a dad. So if we think about how things have changed from that sort of leave it to beaver stereotype that we just threw out there to where things are today, I think a lot of it just has to do with the fact that so many more women, so many more moms are working than, than there were 40, 50 years ago. And then I think what sort of naturally flows out of that is co-parenting. And... And I think the thing that is uh, inspiring, interesting, exciting for me is seeing so many of the dad friends I have who don't look at equal co-parenting and whatever that looks like in their particular family as a, a drag. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't go like, oh man, it must have been so nice back in the day when all we had to do was just like show up and you know, eat the food my wife made and go to bed and make sure that I keep my job. That's all I really need to do to, you know, lead the family, whatever that is. I will say, though, one thing that generation got right is dad's having a chair. I feel like the oh, dad chair. Yeah. I want a chair. For, for, all of our, for all of our, like, progressive, woke wonder, 
Millennials need to make sure that we preserve the tradition mm-hmm. of the dad chair. The dad chair. Let's have an episode about but the dad chair. I we'll also, get to that later. we're talking about portrayals of dads, and I'm thinking about, like, uh, we watch so many, every, I feel like every episode of Mad Men, which is, like, one of my favorite shows, you'd have at least one moment where you're like, oh, man, dad's had it easy. But there's one episode where they actually have their, their baby, and literally, like, he takes her to the hospital, and the nurse goes, okay, you just wait here. And he sits in the waiting room for, like, three or four hours and just drinks brandy, smokes a cigar. While his wife goes through literal hell, yeah. like hallucinating, have and she's having a baby, and it's just like none of my friends looked at that and went like, "Oh yeah, man, that was a dream." Like, no, we all have stories of like being in the room when it happened and how great it was and the role we got to play. Room where it happened. Sarah's grandfather. What were you, what were you saying? Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton. Oh, okay. yeah. Sorry, I don't have kids, so I can go to play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have disposable. My wife and I get out. <laughs> I don't have disposable income. I've heard about this player. <laughs> But I think what you're getting at is is powerful in that I think um, what what I've experienced personally and what I know everybody else has experienced um, in this room, save Tyler as well, is that like that middle of the night time, like sure, sometimes, a lot of times you hear the baby crying, you don't want to get out of bed. Sometimes we all do the thing where you're just like, if I stay frozen, maybe my wife will get up. We mm-hmm. all do that. Mm-hmm. But then the, the first... That is 100% work to my house, by the way. Oh, it's totally. fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is so rad. I'm like, if I just don't do anything, she's going to get up. But, but you got to think she's pulled that move on you too, right? No. Not no. One, <laughs> not one bit. I'm, I'm trying to say is I'm, I'm horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then you get up and you're like rocking your kid yeah, to sleep totally. at three in the morning. And sure, you're tired, but it's also magic. It's the best. Like, like there's that part that I think we – like when I look back on whatever Mad Men, Leave it to Beaver, all I'm thinking is like you guys were missing out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, my, I, I know how to rock my kid to sleep. Like my, I know how to sing my kids to sleep. My like kid I, feels safe with me. Yeah, and, and it's – sometimes I – I'm so I don't want to change another diaper. I'm so impatient. I the they come out of their room for the fifth time and I'm like just go to bed. Like of course. I have so many moments where I'm totally flustered, but give me the like give me all of it. Give me the good and the bad and the exhausting and the exhilarating and all of it over some like watered down safe version of being a dad and we also don't even talk about like how much great it can kind of almost turn into me time because with my first daughter i was up all night rocking her and actually watched almost all of star trek the next generation (laughs) i'm not joking and it was kind of great like i got to the point where i was like looking forward to it i'm not gonna pretend to be asleep here i want to see what's going on with like your bum if she she doesn't wake up in the middle of the night you're like do you want to watch star star trek you're like should i pinch her (laughs) one of the other things i've been thinking about is is just how like fundamentally our culture is structured around this old way of dad is the provider and mom is the homemaker specifically that mom controls 90 percent of household spending i think we've all heard that like basically Mm -hmm. women control the purse of the family and that gets into the way that our we structure grocery stores and tart like you mentioned target earlier and like all of that um and specifically marketing aimed at at women and and one of the things that's so frustrating for me is if i have to watch another friggin ziploc or lysol or whatever commercial that that portrays dad as like well-intentioned idiot and like smirky (laughs) winky all-knowing mom who's like 
Dad's trying, but Mom's so smart. Because, look, she's got these Lysol wipes, and she had them handy. This dumb dad can't work a Ziploc. And I'm just like, I'm just oh, like you know, who wants my... to live in that world? Is yeah. that Dad? Do, 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 I don't want to live in that world. My wife doesn't want to live in that world. The one that he's like, where, where he doesn't know how to run the app, but the mom does. He's like, your dad got tickets to the game. Yeah. And the mom and the kid high five. and like The Andersons have tickets to the game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But the game is sold out. <laughs> the game's never sold out. <laughs> Honestly, I've seen that commercial so, a thousand times. So we basically just talked about how we hate that, and yet we can all quote it. <laughs> yeah. so. But there definitely are, like, I feel like depictions of dads in the media that have totally have, like, that have, like, worked for us. So we kind of aspire to be like, like, I mean, we were talking earlier about, like, Coach Taylor and, from mm. Friday Night Lights, and I was thinking about this earlier because... Um, I, I watch Friday Night Lights like periodically. I, I go through the entire series like once a year at least, and uh, I remember complaining to Amy about how much I hate the the Coach Taylor his dad scenes. I was telling her I was like, man, the Coach Taylor his dad scenes are a serious drag. I don't care. His wife's super hot. His daughter's a real piece of garbage. <laughs> and, and there's Listen, nothing. I will not stand in my Julie. house to blaspheme Julie Taylor. You do not talk about Julie Taylor that way. Uh, the episode where, where Matt Saracen's uh, dad decides to go back for like another tour of duty in Iraq, and Matt's like bummed because like he wants his dad to live with him in, in their awesome Texas town. And uh, he goes out and gets drunk with Riggins. And then uh, somehow he ends up at Coach Taylor's house and he's like super drunk and he's just being drunk in the only way that Matt Saracen can be, which is like super sweet. You know, he's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Um, I, I Matt Saracen's the hey, Andy Madsen. Hey, 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 I Ka- accept. Hey, <laughs> hey, Kaich, Kaich, I'm drunk. And uh, that was not a great Saracen impersonation. But then finally, like, um, Taylor like throws him like in the shower and turns the water on to like sober him up. And uh, Matt Saracen starts crying, and he's like, what's wrong with me, Coach? And Coach Taylor goes, nothing, son. Nothing's wrong with you. And I just started crying at that point. Like, I got tears, and then that's the exact point that Amy came out. And she's like, what are you watching? Why are you crying? What's going on? Is it, <laughs> it's it's you, Friday Night Lights, isn't are it? Are you crying because Coach, Coach Taylor's, Taylor's being a good, a good dad? dad? And I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> but I think, I think part of the reason that Coach Taylor stands out so much is because the... I, I like literally can't think of another dad on a show that I would like aspire to be like. And I could think of fifty dads that are Homer Simpson, Kevin James, whatever Peter Griffin, like it's just, just... like Yeah, I think it'd be him and probably the dad from Breaking Bad. I've only seen season one. <laughs> So, super he's, sweet he's guy. He's a nice chemistry teacher. He really cares smart. about his family. I've only seen the first two episodes. <laughs> he just wants to make his family run mm-hmm. well, right? I mean, if we, if we want a good animated dad, there's Goofy from a Goofy movie, uh, which we've all seen, right? 100% sure. Hey, he just wants to Andy. go fishing with Max. Yeah. Well, it's I'm he's kind of so co-parenting we talked about earlier mm-hmm. mom's not in the picture in that movie he's a single dad he's a single dad but he does come in with the towel on his head okay he's trying he to play both roles came out of the shower he's vacuuming vacuuming he's like he vacuums up the power school. line cardboard stand up oops See, but then he feels like time. okay but he feels like he's losing his son and so he plans this whole trip to get their relationship back on track i love that okay the, you know what goofy's also super stupid yes <laughs> One of the one of the like new trends that I am seeing online is there there is some like dad focused content, but the reason that I can't get with it at all is it it, it almost like it's written as if it needs to be read in a whisper. It's like mm-hmm. the most important job you'll ever do 
is being a dad. And like it's it's so overly serious and it's as if like your persona as a dad and the person you were before you had kids uh, aren't copacetic and, and can't coexist. It's like, and for me, I read that and I'm like, what if I am obsessed with my kids and I my, a huge part of my life's work is going to be helping them become good people and I also like wiener jokes and like <laughs> am still the same guy that I was before I had kids. You're still Kevin from the block. Man. I'm still Kevin from the block. <laughs> you still have a little? And that. Now you got a lot. <laughs> Either Don't way. be fooled by the rocks he's got. <laughs> I know where I came from. <laughs> yeah, so I think a lot of what we're sort of trying to get across and what the, the journey that we've been on is like when you become a dad, you can you can aspire to be great at it and give yourself to it and, and not lose who you were before you were a dad. And, and we would love for sort of this podcast to be an exploration of what that, at least what that looks like for us. And if you're not a dad, uh, I hope you listen to this podcast and you find it somewhat compelling, but also you recognize that the people who are doing this podcast are mostly dads, but haven't completely given up on life yet. Like there is like a way to do this and still be like a vibrant, fulfilled human being. Definitely. We are not that, (laughs) (laughs) but they're out there and maybe we'll have interviews with them. Yeah, totally. This podcast is uh, one part of this larger Hey Dad thing that uh, we're working on building, um, specifically my wife and I. And the, at least for me, sort of the reason that we're building it is that I just found myself, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I have three kids and a full-time job and a long commute. And, you know, I'm doing the thing that I know a lot of other dads are doing. And I just, I find myself wearing all these hats, being pulled in a bunch of different directions and realizing that that the thing that my kids need from me the most in the world is my undivided attention. Mm -hmm. And that that is, for whatever reason, the hardest thing to give them. So hard. Um, Sometimes, especially at the end of the day when I'm tired, I I don't have any creativity left. I don't have a great idea for what I'm going to do with my kids. And so I just sort of default to... What do you want to do? And and if I'm being honest, a lot of times what like a three or four year old wants to do is like sort of boring. Like it's cute. It, it, it's uh, meaningful and intimate because it's my son or my daughter. But like doing the same puzzle that I've done with you 500 times, like kind of sucks. Like I'm not, it's not like <laughs> super life giving if I'm being really honest. Yeah. And when you come back from a long day of work or whatever, like it's, it's, I imagine it's frustrating when the, the intent and the the love doesn't match up with like the creativity or the ideas or you're feeling like like buddy I love you so much I want to do something cool with you I I, I, I mm. default to just whatever the thing is that's on the floor at the point sure let's do that and it'd be great if you felt like I have I have other options that are more exciting and can lead to they, they can match the like love and intentionality I'm I'm shooting for. Mm. And there's how you talk about your kids at work to your coworkers, and you're just like, oh, I just, I love my kid. They're the best. And then uh, line that up with when you actually get home tired. Yeah. It doesn't match up with, you You feel that. Like, man, I, I'm, I'm like raving about my kids at work. And I and maybe even feel like I killed it at work today. I did great. But then did I kill it at home as a dad? No, I, I gave my best energy and ideas and everything back came, there and here yeah. and, I'm, and, I'm, and am I okay with that and probably not like I yeah. probably shouldn't be okay with that yeah. yeah so exactly exactly what you guys are saying and I just had too many times when I just felt guilty or I'd pull out my phone again and 
I'd be hiding it behind my thigh while I'm like, you know, doing a puzzle with Julian. And then he's like looking, he knows it's there. And he's like looking around and he knows I'm not checked in. And I felt guilty about it for a while and, you know, shamed myself and tried to, you know, resolve to do better. And, and then I've talked with my wife a bunch about it, talked with some friends about it. And, and I found some freedom in just realizing and making peace with a couple things. Number one, most kids products and activities are aimed at moms and kids. And it's either aimed primarily at kid and kind of at mom or primarily at mom and kind of kind of at kid. And it's not really designed with me and what is going to be inherently satisfying for me in mind. And then the other thing is like, of course, I'm going to be bored when I ask a three-year-old what he wants to do because a three-year-old has no idea what a 32-year-old wants to do. And what we're craving is those magic moments where the intent and the love, like you were saying earlier, Tyler, does match the activity, the moment. Mm. So as we were trying to figure out what we wanted this thing to be, we were talking about, should it be about like learning and learning science or should it be about learning to read or should it be about doing cool crafts? And, and mostly because of the doing those things doesn't sound very fun. No. I think where we landed was like, what I want my kid to learn is that dad likes me. And dad likes mm. spending time. Not just that dad loves me, but like dad looks forward to being with me. Dad is very clearly having fun and being fulfilled and not being distracted when he's with me. And if, if that's what my three or four or five year old like knows about me, winning, it's like I'm doing it. And like those other things will like sort themselves out. But at a foundational level, if they know that dad enjoys me, like I'm doing okay. Mm. I, I just think what I want as a dad is more of the like the moments where you 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 just sort of step back for a second and you're like remember this moment remember this moment like this is magic like my wife and I will one of the things we'll say to each other in one of those moments is don't forget these are the good old days mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. if I'm being honest like those moments are fewer and further between than I would like to admit and for every one of those moments there's lots of moments that are just routine and rote and you know not like don't don't fully engage me as the dad that i want to be and so what we're building is um a box of those amazing moments that's going to show up at your door once a month that's going to have everything you need to have a great moment with your kids and it's designed purely for dads and kids and designed with the fun and fulfillment of the dad in mind believing because like if i'm being honest i've had a lot of times with my kids where they're having a lot of fun and i'm like sort of having fun <laughs> i've never really had a moment with my kids where i'm having a ton of fun and they're not having a ton of fun yeah. like if yeah. i'm engaged and stoked they yeah. are with me that, and that's in, that's the core of it that makes sense that makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense and so sure. we just believe if we can get dad like we're gonna we're gonna be able to create these magic moments with our kids and so the hope is that we can create um, we can make it so, so easy to just get completely lost in the moment with your kids and forget about your phone and forget about mm -hmm. work and just give your kid your undivided attention and, and create uh, the memories that, that you want to be creating every day with your kids. Well, you guys know how much I love the BuzzFeed parent section, right? Oh, we know. You guys are familiar with me and my, my long-standing obsession. I can't believe it's been like, you know, however long it's been and you haven't brought it up yet. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I was biting my tongue a lot <laughs> this past half hour. Uh, one thing I like to do is I like going to the BuzzFeed parent section, which 
is a collection of just the absolute dregs of humanity <laughs> represented in listicles and nonsensical headlines that you are not going to click on because you're worried about who would show up to your door yeah. with what kind of badge if you actually read those articles. What this is going to do to your SEO and suggested... <laughs> uh, what type of ads am I going to see? Suggested uh, eBay purchases. Oh, no. Let me just click on that in incognito mode. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing I like to do is um, I do like to make up fake BuzzFeed parent headlines. And this has been a long-standing thing that, that I do with the guys. And so um, I wanted to do this with you guys now. I was um, so excited. Yes. I, uh, I, I'm going to give you four BuzzFeed parent headlines. Three of them are real ones. And one of them is one that I made up. Oh, yes. And if you can guess which one I made up, then you get a point. All right. First one. Three of these are real. One are fake. I'm so excited. Pink took the most relatable selfie ever while pumping breast milk. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Next one. Yeah. Hey, mom. This mom ran over her kid's backpack on purpose. And seriously, we're here for it. Oh, oh. yes. Next one. 20,000 bees covered this woman during her pregnancy shoot, and my skin is crawling. <laughs> what? And finally, parents are enraged after this principal said only students size 0 to 2 can wear leggings. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which one is fake? Uh, pink, relatable selfie, pumping breast milk. Mom ran over her kid's backpack on purpose, and seriously, we're here for it. 20,000 bees covered a pregnancy shoot woman. <laughs> parents, so many bees. parents are mad because this principal said only students size 0 to 2 can wear leggings. Which one is fake? Go. Okay, I'm going to say oh. the fourth one because if the fourth one is true, but then I feel like the fourth one's so crazy that you didn't make it up. Like, I, I got a question for you. Has this line of logic ever done you well in the past in guessing which one no, is fake? No, I yeah. never ever guess it. Yeah. Okay, so are you, but maybe you're trying to throw me off. Uh, maybe I am, man. I don't even I'm going to firmly cast my vote at the uh, pre-K body shaming one. Okay, so you're saying the principal selling students can size your I'm going to try to have my cake and eat it too, and I'm going to switch from that one to pink, but then if it's that one, I'm still going to say I knew it. Pink is selfie ever, pump nice. breast milk, and mm -hmm. Ange, what do you say? I'm going to go with running over the backpack. The fake one is, this mom ran over her kid's backpack yes! on purpose. And seriously, we're here for it. Andy, okay. I mean, just so you guys know, we do play this game relatively often. We do it a lot. Andy is incredible at yeah. this. So in the words of Brad Pitt in the movie 7, paraphrased, What's, What's in, in the, the box? Backpack? Yeah. <laughs> so can we, can we talk about the real ones now? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I didn't read all of them. 20, the one about the 20,000 bees, I'm shocked that Tyler hadn't heard of it because of what your wife does for a living. Yeah. You're, you're, She's you're, a you're, beekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, Tyler's wife is a photographer, and I feel like photographers have like this secret email chain they pass around like, hey, check out this woman covered in bees. But, They're like, hey, no. check out this backpack I'm about to run over. <laughs> <laughs> Very real. Um, to be honest, I, the one article I wish I would have read but didn't read is parents are enraged after this principal said only students size 0 to 2 can wear leggings. I didn't read that article. But it's real. It's very real. They yeah. were offended. Well, yeah. Have you seen my daughter? <laughs> For the record, guys, I have a fat 14-month-old. <laughs> she is a big girl. Some of your nicknames for her. Uh, we call her um, Jehosophat. Her name is Josie. <laughs> Um, our favorite one is probably Sausage Fierce. That's my favorite. Um, Sausage Fierce. I'm pretty proud of that one. Yeah. That, I mean, I shouldn't say I'm proud of it because my wife did it. But uh, One, people are crying after discovering why this dad keeps wearing the same old shirt. Uh, 
That has to be real. That's like, my grandpa. That's 17 LOL-tastic truths that will make you go, yeah, adulting is hard. <laughs> Celebrity chef Mario Batali might have just come out in favor of dad's rights, and it will make you feel incredible. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you, made, if you made up a headline referencing Mario Batali, I don't want to be on and, a podcast with you anymore. And dad's rights. 15 pregnant women whose tattoos will make you say, damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Make a choice. Dad keeps wearing the same old shirt. LOL Tastic Truths. Adulting is hard. Mario Batali. Dad's rights. Or pregnant women tattoo. Damn. What do you guys think? Which one is the fake one? I'm going to say number two is fake. Lol-tastic. Lol-tastic Truths. I want to say the tattoo damn one because it's so... It's... If you spend as much time in the BuzzFeed parenting section as we have, you'll know that is like... It's the one the AI It's very wrote. common fare. Yeah, that's yeah. like... That's the BuzzFeed like auto-generator. Mad Libs. So BuzzFeed. I'm... I'm gonna... I'm gonna take a risk and say that one. Okay. I'm going with Mario. Okay. All right. The fake one is... Celebrity chef Mario yes! Batali might have just come out in favor of dad's rights and it will make you feel incredible. How, how is Andy so The only good? explanation... Andy is knows me... reading the BuzzFeed section, no. Andy? Andy okay. knows me very well. Let's just put it that way. I wanted it to be true. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final one. Three of these are real. One is fake. Only a massive dad will laugh at 24 out of 42 of these jokes. 24 out of 42? <laughs> Make yourself an ice cream sundae, and we'll tell you which uncommon name you should give to your firstborn daughter. No. <laughs> what is possibly the metric for, like, correlating those two? About one of the names is Sunday or something. Right? 13, oh. 13 texts you'd send your obstetrician if they'd just give you their personal phone number already. Oh, my <laughs> lord. And finally... Ryan Reynolds dressed his baby up like Deadpool, and the internet got mad AF. <laughs> I'm gonna go obstetrician. Okay. Can you read them to me again? Yeah. I want uh, it to be Deadpool. 24 to 42 of these jokes: Ice Cream Sunday, uncommon name, firstborn daughter, 13 texts you sent to your obstetrician, or Ryan Reynolds Deadpool baby. I'm gonna go with Ice Cream Sunday. I'm gonna go with Ryan Reynolds. The answer is. Ryan Reynolds dressed his baby yeah. up like Deadpool, oh, wow. and the internet got mad <laughs> AF at him. Finally. Well so to be clear, as long as there, is dethroned. there is an article that says, make yourself an ice cream sundae, yes. and we'll tell you what weird if, baby name if you If you've spent any time reading BuzzFeed at all, this should not be shocked. Yeah, it's like, it's like, feed your feelings and read this. <laughs> All right, that is episode one, the first ever episode of the Hey Dad podcast. A uh, couple things that you can do for us. Number one, go to heydad.com and sign up for our email list so that we can keep you in the loop with all the fun stuff coming down the pipe from Hey Dad. Uh, that's also where you can sign up to be a beta tester for the Hey Dad product that's coming very soon. And then secondly, uh, rate, review, share this podcast. Leave us five-star ratings, five-star reviews. Um, even if you hate us, we actually don't care how much you hate us, how poorly you think we're doing on this podcast, as long as you lie to the world, to your friends, about how you feel about us. Uh, if you don't actually have anything nice to say about us, you can send us an email to podcast at heydad.com, and we'll, we'll write a review, we'll email it back to you, and you can just copy, paste... Um, we have a whole bunch of nice things that we've sort of pre-written about ourselves, anticipating that maybe others will will struggle to think of nice things to say about us. We're totally ready for that. 
Um, so leave us those five-star reviews, five-star ratings. Uh, that would mean so much to us. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, Tyler, tell us about what we can expect next week on the Hey Dad podcast. Next week is going to be really, really great. We have Chris Pratt on to talk with us about his new book, When Anagrams Attack. Uh, fun fact, when you rearrange the letter in Chris Pratt's name, it spells crap thirst. <laughs> I'm Kevin. I'm Tyler. I'm Derek. I'm Andy. And that's a Hey Dad podcast. Love you. Bye. Bye.